Good morning, welcome to Shabbos, Tzadi Dalad, Shabbos page 94. We start at the end of Tzadi Gimel of the Bays, where we had the Mishnah, and the Mishnah tells us that when it comes to foodstuffs, we've said that the minimum measurement is a grogeris, a dried fig. Well, let's say you take out less than that measurement, a half of a dried fig, for instance, then obviously you're not going to be liable. But what the Mishnah tells us is that even if you have a kli, a vessel, that's holding that half a dried fig, not only are you not liable for the dried fig, you're also not liable for the half a dried fig, you're also not liable for the vessel, because the vessel is tefelo, the vessel is secondary, it's only there to carry the fig, and since you're not liable for the fig, you're not liable for the vessel as well. Similarly, the halacha is that if you carry a chai, someone who's alive on a bed or on a stretcher or whatever it is, the halacha is you're not liable for the person who's alive. Why? Because chai no se'asatma, someone who's alive will carry his own weight or her own weight, or at least balance the weight and make it easier for you to carry that person. So therefore, that's not a liability of Shabbos. Well, then similarly, you're not liable for the stretcher or the bed. Even though if you would take out that stretcher or bed by itself, you'd be liable. But since it's only tuffle, it's only secondary to the person, you're not going to be liable. Mishnah goes on to say that according to the first opinion, the rabbis, if you remove a kezayis, a a, a, uh, a, a cor- but if it's a, a dead person, then you're going to be liable because it's dead weight. It's not helping you. So therefore, that's carrying on Shabbos. And it's not even, not only a full dead person, even if you just have an olive size of a dead person, of a corpse. Um, so you're removing Tumah from your house. This is a significant act. And therefore, you're going to be liable for carrying. But Rav Shimon says, you're exempt because he says, where you're not doing it for the intended goal. You're not doing it because you want to take this corpse from point A to point B. You just simply want to get it out of your house. That's not considered a biblical violation of carrying on Shabbos. All right, so the Gemara says that um, that um, that uh, there's a whole discussion about, let's say you carry um, the vessel and the food, and let's say the food was the right amount. So um, now you've actually done two separate violations. But doesn't this seem to indicate that if you eat, let's say, two kzesim, two olive-sized amounts of of, uh, of chaylev in one sitting, in one lapse of awareness, you'd be liable twice. The Mara says, no, the case is actually talking about where you were made known of one. The first person said to you, hey, did you know you weren't allowed to eat that? You should know you weren't allowed to eat that. You weren't allowed to uh, carry the food. And then only afterwards are you made known that you weren't allowed to carry the, the item, the vessel. And therefore, since it's two state of, of, of becoming aware, therefore you're going to get two violations, two, two carbon chathos. The Gemara goes on and says that this idea of chai, no says atzmo, that someone who's alive carries himself, is actually a debate between Reb Natan and the Chachamim. Reb Natan says that this principle applies whether it's an, a human or even an animal. Even animals carry themselves, whereas the rabbis say that animals, since they're always trying to get away from you, therefore, even if they're alive, they don't carry themselves and you're liable. So if you carry, for instance, your dog or your cat on Shabbos in the public domain, according to the rabbis, you'd be liable for a chatas. However, um, what we end up saying is that there, even the rabbis who don't agree with the principle of that someone who's alive carries themselves when it comes to animals, do accept it when it comes to humans. Um, the Gemara goes on and says that even Reb Natan, who, who adopts this idea of Chai no Seisatsmo, even when it comes to, to animals, will agree that if the animals are tied up, um, then, um, we would, then we would say that uh, it's like dead weight, and therefore you would be liable for, for carrying. Um, the Gemara goes on um, with uh, various other cases about this and with, with, with regards to Reb Shimon's principle 
that you're going to be exempt from, there's a discussion that in order for it to be Tzarech Legufo, that you actually need it for the goal, that maybe it needs to be Legufo Ulegufa. That would mean that you need it to be out there and it's needed for the thing itself. So for instance, the example would have been if let's say you carry out your hoe because you want to fix the hoe and also you want to dig, or you carry out a Sefer Torah because you want to fix the Sefer Torah and you also want to read from it, so it has both purposes. But at the end of the day, we say that if it has either of the two purposes, that would be enough to make you viable. The Gemara goes on and talks about a situation where you're taking out the mace, the corpse, which is dead. So obviously it's dead weight, therefore you are liable for carrying it. But instead of carrying it from the Rosh Hashanah to the Rosh Hashanah, you carry it from the Rosh Hashayacha, from the private to the Carmelist, which is only a rabbinic violation. And we say since it's only a rabbinic violation, because of kavod habrios, because of human dignity, we override the, the violation of Lotasar, the rabbinic violations that are associated. Uh, the Gemara goes on, and then we have a new Mishnah that says that if you cut your nails, one with the other, or with your teeth, um, according to one opinion, this is a biblical violation. According to the other opinion, this is actually a rabbinic violation because it's not the normal way to cut your nails. Um, the Gemara goes on to say that um, that uh, let's say you remove hairs from uh, from a tzaras affliction, this could be a problem. And they say if you remove one white hair in your head, this could even be a problem on Shabbos and even during the weekday because it's a violation of lo tovash of lo yilbash that a man should not do something that women do. And since women would cut away white hairs to look younger then if men would do the same thing, it would actually be a violation of dressing like women. We'll stop today's daf over here. Continue tomorrow with daf tzadihe.